0: So as we always do, welcome. Welcome to the Spiritist Conversations, uh, where we have an informal conversations with friends, unscripted, unplugged. Today we're here in the Spiritist Society of Chicago, um, celebrating the 10th anniversary, which is an incredible milestone. Very, very It's like we have a live
1: audience, never
0: never done this before. I know,
1: know. that's new, that's new, that's awesome.
0: So it's like now we know that at least like 10 people listen to this, yes. right? Because we always joke, at least I always joke that there's like three listeners out there. There are only people who listen to us. Um, my mom and two more, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, we're very excited to be here today to celebrate 10 years uh, of the Spirit Society of Chicago. And we figured it would be a wonderful opportunity to take questions from the crowd, but also to talk about what is a spiritual center? Right. Um, and so we had some conversations earlier today about that, uh, about this beautiful labor of love that has taken place here uh, for 10 years. And I'm a little bit um, wowed by the fact that we're indoors warm. You know, a guy from California, a gal from Miami, and uh, there's snow out there and we can see it. And we're like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Um, but uh, well, I want to let you um, have a second here to, to also uh, know who else you're listening to today. So I'm Dan. I, am, uh, I live in California, and I'm really excited to be here.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Susanna, and I am from Miami. And I'm also very excited to be here. It's the first time that I'm speaking today. So let me just take a second to congratulate you all in the celebration of the 10th anniversary I was here two years ago, I believe, in 2016, so it's been a long time, but I'm delighted to be here. Thank you for allowing me to be part of this, and uh, just excited to be here with uh, Daniel as well, Uh, participating with Daniel and Daniela, Dan Dan, Dan, double Dan, and I'm right in the middle.
2: (laughs) Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Daniela, and I live here in Chicago, and I participate here at the Spiritual Society of Chicago, which I'm very happy about. Um, and I'd like to give a big thanks to Susana and Daniel for being here with us today and for all the support throughout um, the 10 years that we are here. Um, Daniel has been physically here more times than Susana, but Susanna has been with us throughout this whole journey, uh, really helping us, guiding and uh, providing fraternal assistance every time we need just call her. You know she's 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 a wonderful <laughs> <laughs> provider of of a uh, fraternal assistance. Doesn't have much time to talk, so I'm going to put you on. Yeah, call <laughs> you. Yeah. But call Susanna oh. if you need. <laughs> 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 My number is. <laughs> <Just call. laughs> so uh, well, um, thank you for being here with us. So we are very happy to be together, and uh, let's talk about the Spirit Center, right? All right. So. Um,
0: so, so what is a Spiritist center, right? It's a place that we come together in to do spiritism, to, to grow individually. And uh, it's kind of hard to tell you exactly what it is because no Spiritist center is alike, right? Just like spiritism tells us that we need to um, find our own path and, and grow in learning, in general, each spiritual center may look different and may have different activities because the group that got together there decides that they want to focus on this or on that, which I think is somewhat confusing. Sometimes for people, because you never know what you're going to get in the sense of, you know, some people have a, a meeting that might be 30 minutes long, and other one that might be an hour and a half long, and some of them have prayers in the beginning, and some of them have prayers in the beginning and the end. And some, you know, So it really depends. So it's we always uh, encourage people to get to know their spiritist center and find one that fits their personality and their style. Um, and so the, the key, I think, for me is a place where we come to learn and uh, practice spiritism. What I think is most beautiful about it is that no one in a spiritist center is ever um, is ever uh, making money off of it. It's a completely 101% voluntary endeavor. I say 101% because most of the times we are coming here, working, and we are helping sustain it financially. So it's actually sometimes expensive to be a spiritist okay. because you end up like working and paying for it. Um, but somehow we end up happy about it. Right uh, Which is questionable at best, right? <laughs> uh, but then again, uh, this is where we are, so uh, so what else, Susanna, what do you think is uh, noteworthy and interesting for us in general?:
1: I, I agree with you. I think I'm a little poorer being a spiritist because you you plan the events right, to raise money, then you you buy the merchandise, and then during the event, you buy the merchandise that you bought to provide, isn't that like something like that? Okay. But I think one aspect that's really important um, to remember, and sometimes as we um, enter the spiritual center and become a worker and the spiritual center becomes part of our day-to-day right, lives, is to remember that the spiritual center is a lot more than the physical realm that we see, that we touch, and that we deal with on a day-to-day. Not too long ago, um, I was talking to a group of uh, Americans who go to our center, and I mentioned to them that that space, the space of the spiritual center, is a divine space. And it was interesting, because um, one of the participants, he was really struck by this um, by this statement and he he's studying with us and he started to do some lectures and he's very excited about the spiritism and so as people comes into the spiritual center he reminds them he says hey remember this is a divine place you know so it's a sacred space and sometimes we, we lose a little bit sight of that. Um, so this is a temple, a temple, a physical space for connection uh, with one another. Yes, I think spiritual centers um, do a better service if they are joyful places, uh, places where we can be with one another, like Daniel have said, share Nourish our souls through our physical and social contact, but there is a lot of uh, things that go on that we don't see that require a position of uh, respect and an awareness. So, you know, when we enter a hospital and people are being treated, right, you can talk, you can smile, but you don't yell. You, you, you behave in appropriate ways to uh, favor all the healing that is going on in that place. And the spiritual center is very much like this. So sometimes we forget, for instance, that during our um, public meetings, right, there's a lot of healing taking place. When we study the works of Andrew Lewis, we learn that during these meetings, these are very favorable moments where, because we come in here and we change our frequency, um, as we attune to what's being said, from a frequency of our daily lives and our daily concerns, we come here, we attune to a higher message, that really puts us in a position, it's kind of a pre-op. You know, it prepares us for the interventions that are often done uh, in our pure spirits, uh, in our energetic beings, throughout. A lot of people uh, put an incredible emphasis on the work of passes, which have their place, and for sure. But they forget that during the public meetings, you know, uh, we are being attended. A lot of people are yeah. very, yeah. A very... Um, uh, a concern about becoming mediums and participating in mediums' group, and they forget, for example, that if you are selling the book right there to someone, and you are attuned to what a spiritual center truly is, you know that the good spirits are right there with you, and if you are in a position of service and attunement, the person comes to you and said, you know, I'm very depressed. I need something that can help me, and the spirits will tell you which book will best serve the person in that moment, right? So there are all these aspects, oh, yeah. Daniel, that a lot of times we, um, we tend to get a little distracted and underestimate, perhaps, uh, the importance of our behavior and, and, and the awareness of what uh, a spiritual center truly is. Yeah.
0: No doubt, no doubt. And that leads me to, um, uh, you, you got me going here, um, Susana, because you're talking about the activities and everything else. And maybe one thing that we can talk to you is what kind of activities, what kind of different activities take place mm-hmm. in a spiritist group, right? So uh, Susanna just talked about uh, two at least, right? She talked about the public meetings where, uh, where we have here and you just can come and, and be a part of this. Again, there's no charge ever to be part of a spiritist group right? Um, so uh, what we generally have in the spiritist groups, I think one thing that's kind of common is there will be a talk at one point in time of somebody trying to explain a little bit about what spiritism is or what it teaches us, right? And if you're listening to this, chances are you have an inkling, right? But uh, we can talk more about what spiritism is some other time. Um, so you have that. And then Susanna also mentioned mediumship, right, which is something that a lot of people want to understand. They want to become mediums. They want to be able to more fully um, uh, actively register the presence of the spiritual world and, and connect with the spirits. And, and sometimes we forget that we're all spirits, so we're already connecting with each other. So at the end of the day, there should be no distinction whether the spirit's wearing clothes, of, right? Uh, physical body or not, but, um, but there's that. So we also study mediumship oftentimes in the spiritist group because spiritism offers particular insights about mediumship in general, right? Maybe a topic for another conversation. Uh, which is another thing we do. We have these conversations. So we say, oh, a topic for another one. And we never go back, but we need yeah. to do that. That's right. Um, uh, and so there's, there's, there's the talks. There's the, the mediumship. She also talked about passes, right, which is basically a laying of hands that helps us rebalance our energies. Um, what are the kind of things you can think of?
1: Daniela talked about fraternal counseling. Oh, yeah, fraternal counseling. Right.
0: Danny, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, before going to fraternal
2: assistance, uh, going with what you mentioned in your, you emphasized in your talk, uh, and what Susanna mentioned, uh, the importance of uh, knowledge, right, Uh, of studying. So uh, in order to understand what a spiritual center is, uh, what exactly that we do here, right, what all uh, these aspects that Susanna mentioned of the spiritual side, uh, how we, we interact with the spiritual side. Uh, so we have all the resources that spirit Spiritus offers us, um, starting with the foundation, uh, which Alan Kardec brings us, and all the, the books by Andrea Lewis and other uh, very important material that gives us this foundation, this uh, knowledge right, that we need in order to, to truly understand and benefit right, of what uh, happens here at the Spirit Center. So, uh, and fraternal assistance is um, nothing more than a dialogue, really, a conversation, right? We, we, uh, there are trainings that the volunteers uh, go through to prepare, be better prepared, qualified to, to provide this um, service. That is one of the activities at the Security Center. And as um, Daniel mentioned, all activities are free of charge, and there is no catch, Right, it's important too <laughs> to mention that, and fraternalism is one of them. Right? Actually, can I try in really quickly
0: here? Sure. Uh, um, did we say that all activities are no charge? Yeah, but feel free to donate money to your spiritual center, because <laughs> the group needs. You got to pay rent. You just want to make sure. Like, oh, no charge. Yeah, you don't need to pay anything, but you know, somebody's got to, right? So if you can, and if you can help, uh, you know, look for somebody and say, hey, um, can I help? Because, you know, there's rent, there's water, there's, uh, you know, everything else that takes... Oh, Chicago, there must be heating, too. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know what that bill looks like. I think our, our I think our equivalent is the AC bill. Uh, you guys are probably the heating bill. But anyways, just want to point it out there. Just because it's no charges, I mean, you can't help financially, right?
2: <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Uh, so, again, it's a conversation, you know, the trained uh, volunteers who will sit down uh, with... Uh, whoever uh, feels that perhaps they're going through a moment of uh, facing some challenge and uh, would like to have an understanding of um, a different perspective, right? Because we we many times can reach some roadblocks in our lives and so what we we provide, uh, so it's not a a session of um, of therapy, you know, it's not a, a uh, psychological uh, session, right? But it's a therapeutic in a sense that we sit and we have a conversation um, and, and and trying to understand and bring some light and on on whatever the issues where we may be facing from the spiritual perspective, right? So um, and it's also very important to mention that uh, all of that is done with um, confident, um confident confidentiality, thank you, and uh, so it's, um, right, we we, we don't leave the the, the fraternal assistants sharing with everyone what what happens in the session, right, so that's important too.
1: Yeah, I wanted to um, just um, mention some, because I said fraternal counseling, and and fraternal assistance is a better term, because we are not counselors, we don't do counseling in uh, uh, any professional way. Um, It's kind of a habit of uh, language more uh, than anything else, but I think that's an important distinction to be made. And uh, um, Daniel started um, talking about um, how the spiritual centers can be and can look very uh, differently. So how about, I mean, um, if we share a little bit of uh, what our spiritual centers are Provide So people can have a sense of like how, how different uh, the activities can, can be. Great. Do you want to start? Sure, sure. Um,
0: yes, I think I, would, I should also say here that you don't have to go to a spiritist center right, to learn spiritism. You can do that at home. As a matter of fact, I never really went to a spiritist center until I was probably like 25 years old because a lot of my spiritist upbringing was reading and talking to my parents at home about things, right? Um, but it's a wonderful idea to go to a Spiritus uh, group because you can interact with other people, right? And so when I was a little bit older, I was by myself, uh, you know, it was great to go talk to people who, who have the same interests. But so for, for me out there in San Diego, I am more active in, and there's, there's three groups in San Diego. I, every once in a while, I try to kind of go around and visit folks. But uh, for, for, for our group, the Spirit Society of San Diego, we're a very small group, and we do all our activities in English. And we're like a room like this size, right? And what we do have is we have a lot of focus on um, the study, study groups. It's kind of like our bread and butter. Uh, we do uh, mediumship as well. So we have two uh, mediumistic groups with a third one studying. Uh, even though we're kind of small, we, we tend to kind of lean towards that just because it kind of happened. Um, and we do uh, study groups for, for the different books, right? Starting with the codification, Spirit's book and, and everything else. And then we have two public activities that are, we call, one of them are Therapeutic uh, Tuesdays, which is uh, a 30-minute, a 20-minute talk about, you know, a, a topic generally is a chapter of the Gospels according to Spiritism. It's something uplifting that helps us understand. Then we have a little guided meditation for another five to ten minutes. Then we have passes, and that's it for Tuesday. In forty-five minutes, we're kind of done. We're doing the same on Sundays. We started a new activity on Sundays because folks wanted to do the weekend. Um, so it's kind of similar too. But the bulk of our part is is like small study groups, right? Which is uh, you know um, a, a little bit different than the Vanessa the, than uh, Vanessa than Susana's group is. Because they have a lot more activities going on. I think she should tell you.
1: Well, I'm also in Miami, and we have a huge um, community of uh, Brazilians um, in Miami. So, um, our group uh, is a 12 year old group right now. Um, We hold three public meetings, uh, two in Portuguese, um, because we had one public meeting in Portuguese, but uh, we had about 120 people. And so the, we had to split in two different days to accommodate everybody. Um, so now we have Mondays and Tuesdays. And Sundays, we have our public meetings in English. We also hold, right now, about eight different uh, study groups. Um, we have study groups before our public meetings. On Mondays, uh, we have three different groups studying three different books of the codification. Um, actually, two groups. And Tuesday, three groups. Wednesdays, we have groups in English. So we have a group that studies the gospel right now, and then we have a group who is um, studying and developing mediumship, and uh, this group uh, uh, does that study two times a month, and the other two times they are studying uh, the works of Andrew Lewis. And then uh, on Sundays we have another uh, study group in English before our public meeting, so... We have grown quite a bit. We also have, a, a, once a month, a, a welcoming meeting for new people who are at the center uh, so that the center is introduced to them as well as uh, Spiritism. So they come in, yeah. right? So they come in and we announce that meeting throughout our public meetings. And we say every second Tuesday, every second Sunday and Monday of the, the, the month we have parallel to our public meetings a small group so we have a person who sits with them and say this is what we are this is what we stand for and these are the basic principles of spiritism Andrea Marcelo are from Miami they have recorded um, a really nice uh, video that it's available what is spiritism so we play that um, it's, a, it's a short and very well done uh, video so that's another um, activity that uh, we have and the other, and the other uh, important component is uh, the charity work, right? So um, we, per se, we, we have developed more recently. Um, we, we're starting to um, visit uh, places and things like that. But what we do, our, our group is not so characterized by that as other groups are. So instead of creating our own charity work, we support other groups in what they do. Mm-hmm. So... It's, it's the, uh, she's asking how long are the sessions for the newcomers. It's the length of the public meeting. So while the public meeting is going on, which is usually an hour, um, we spend, we separate those people and just sit with them and have for that same length of time. Mm-hmm. I have a couple questions. So imagine I've never been to
0: a center. Say your name. I know.
2: Right. My name is Monica, and I'm interested in knowing. Um, imagine I've never been, and I'm listening to this, and I'm afraid of spirits. So I'm afraid of what I'm going to find. So I would like you to talk a little bit about if I come for the first time, what's going to happen? And second question is, if I'm interested, where do I find a spiritual Center? How do I figure out if there is one close uh, where I live that I could go to?
0: All right. So... So the first, so how do I find a group? I'm afraid of spirits, too. Yeah. I was going to say, like, you know, ooh. Um, so for, let's take the easiest one. Like, how do I find a group? So um, you Google it, yeah. right? And we we're, we're actually have a project that I'm working on to actually map groups, but that's, a, that's for the future. But um, I think that's number one. I think that, uh, the other thing, what's going to happen? Like, it's, honestly, nothing exceptional is going to happen. Right? The spiritist group is not a place where you come in and there's going to be spirit communication for you. Right, A lot of people actually come looking for that and say, hey, can I get a message from the spirits? And, and that's why I'm here. Where do I see the spirits that showed up? Show me where they are. Right, uh, And I, I'm going to tell you that a vast majority of spiritist groups are going to say, nice, that's wonderful that you want to know more. Have you read anything? Here's a book. Do you want to uh, sit down and listen to a little bit about how it happens? Right, So they are not um spiritist groups are not phenomena based right they are not a place for you to witness the phenomena Uh, they're a place for you to understand uh spiritism and that means understand who you are and kind of work on yourself of course the phenomena also takes place there but for you to witness the phenomena and understand how it works you first need to get a grip uh, of what it is because it's a difficult thing to have a, a a mediumship meeting It requires a team effort. There's all different kinds of things that go into it that it's important for us to be acquainted with and understood. Um, Also puts you a little bit on the spot, right? Like anytime that somebody comes and says, ah, you're so funny, tell me a joke, tell me a joke, right, like it puts you in the spot, the same thing with a medium, right? It's a little bit of the dance monkey dance, right? Like now you will talk to the spirits and give me a message. It doesn't happen that way, right, most of the time, right? There's some exceptions, but, so nothing exceptional is going to happen from a like splash, but something exception will happen is maybe you find some nourishment and some answers and maybe you start making more sense of the world around us. And I think that's the, the real miracle. But let's ask these folks over here.
1: Yeah, you Google it. I would like to mention uh, the United States right. uh, spiritual Federation, okay so there is a, a federation. there, there are a few federations in this country the Spirits Federation of Florida, the tri-state. Um, now we have um, uh, different um, groups that are coming together in associations in California, in uh, Maryland. Uh, but the the U.S. Spiritist Federation, hmm? Georgia. Georgia as well. And um, But, you know, if you go to the website of the U.S. Spirits Federation, all the... Affiliated centers uh, to the Federation are listed over there by state. So that's a place to find. I would like to mention the United States Space Federation and thank them for their support uh, for this event as well as they are sponsoring uh, my trip here. And so... um, but, you know, uh, it, it's 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 interesting, uh, the question about the, the spirits, right? And uh, I cannot tell you how many phone calls that I get from people who are, you know, they're either afraid or they're actually wanting to see the spirits and to get messages. And that's a big pull uh, for people to come to the spiritual center. I remember doing fraternal counseling with one person, and she's, asking me but you know can I talk to the spirits and I I look at her very seriously and I said you are talking to a spirit right now in front of you and you know and then yeah yeah, Yeah. I am a spirit and then I said to her and the spirits also right here next to me and believe it or not I can hear them she look at me and you know I wasn't really hearing them, but, you know, every time you were doing any service for the good of others, right? As well as for the bad of others, because mediumship is a neutral uh, 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 possibility. Uh, uh, So uh, the connection, uh, it's within the laws of the universe, right? So we're connecting by frequency, so it can really go either way. But yeah. so what I told her is that the spirits are here, they are, you know, we are working through what's called intuitive midship, and they're always working right next to us. And, um, but I just remember because, she, you know, I never forget this because she made a face like, you know, you are talking to her spirits. And I <laughs> should say, when,
0: when Susanna says they're always next to us, it's not us, it's everybody. us, everybody over here. So you're also part of that, or that piece, right? Um, Donny, you want to say something or you want to toss some questions out there? Uh, questions, yeah. Well, any any anything else that you guys might want to ask or add into the conversation?
2: So I I have children, and I'm wondering how can they be part of this process of coming to the center? Are they welcome or is it only for adults? How does it work?
0: Children cannot be part of this. <laughs> Um, We think that spirituality is not for children. Uh, They have no place in the world. Um, Actually, we don't know why children are there. Uh, No, absolutely, children are great.
1: Daniel, you're scaring the girl over there. She's looking at her mom like, is he serious? Can you please?
0: Well, she's now awake. I've done my job. I've done my job. She's like, like, all of a sudden, right? Right? Uh, uh? You were like, oh, wait, hold on a second here. Uh, But then it doesn't apply to her because she's, like, grown up. Yeah, yeah. She's basically a a (laughs) mini-adult, right? Um, uh, Absolutely, there is a place. I think that you need to talk to the different groups, and actually they have a lot of activities for for kids sometimes, Um, and it varies from, from like, just uh, hanging out while the talk is happening to actually, like, little study groups and things, too. But fundamentally, yes, because for us spiritists, we recognize that we are spirits, Right? We are not the physical body, so children are just spirits who are in a smaller body, right? But they are full-blown spirits just like us. They're just getting the hang of things, and as they grow up and mature, they come into their full selves. So absolutely, we want to include children in our our daily thinking about spirituality as a whole because when spiritism starts to get a hold of you, it transforms the way you look, and you look at everybody as a spirit. Everybody is a work in progress, right? So
1: yeah in fact in spiritualism there's an incredible emphasis on the education of our children in the youth because we know that this is a phase where <clears throat> before adolescence their personality is not entirely uh and yet and so it gives um a, 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 an incredible period where they can be influenced And so it's a very, very important phase that we have to tap in as educators, as parents. Um, So Daniel said that most of his um, his spiritual education was done at home. I had quite a bit of that, although I think I was pretty much born inside the spiritual center. So it's just almost, almost, because my whole family, I mean, my experience has been uh, in the spiritual center from the very beginning. And um, I was just um, speaking recently in Brazil, and I started my lecture by recognizing the presence of my mom, who was in the audience with me, and, 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 and encouraging the public to educate, to not, because a lot of times we prioritize so much the intellectual education of our children. We are so incredibly concerned about, uh, the, the schools that they are going and, and the 175 activities that they do before and after school. But yet it's difficult for us to find time and to prioritize the more education and bring to the spiritual center, you know. And this is, I feel like, you know, my mom have left me everything that I needed. I don't really need anything else, you know what I mean? Because once I have the foundation, the faith, the understanding, the study, I have the inner structure to travel through my life with the resources. What makes the difference between people is not that some have an easier life than others. We all have challenges. What makes the difference is which resources do you have within yourself to deal with the challenges of life? So this is the best gift you can give to your children. And the spiritual center play a huge role on that. They should. Anyway, of course, like we've been talking here, we have different places. We have different physical possibilities. You know, at our center now, we have a work on Sunday. We have work on Tuesday for the youth because it's uh, 8 o'clock in the, in, at night. So the, the youth goes uh, during the weekdays. And Sundays, our meetings are at 11 a.m. So we try to get more of the children, the families. Um, kind of replicating the church um, model. Sunday families go together and and that's what we are able to provide over there. That's
2: fantastic. Um, I, as you, you mentioned about your mom, it just made me, me think about my own experience. I started attending a spiritual center when I was 11 years old. And I cannot say how grateful I am for my parents to uh, for allowing me, because my parents were actually uh, practicing Catholics, uh, but they were um, absolutely open-minded and, and supportive when I, I made the, the, the choice at 11 years old, you know, uh, to go to a spiritual, uh, start attending a spiritual center and start at attending the youth uh, programs that they had there. Uh, so, of course, in Brazil, we have... Um, the many more spiritual centers, right? Almost in every city, and I had one literally on my, the block that I lived. So I was 11, and I could walk there by myself. So it's a bit different our reality, right? But so it's extremely important for, for the groups to provide those opportunities, right? So so,
0: so really quickly, really quickly, um, just want to point out something very important. Not so much. Um, so this one was almost born in a spiritual center. This one at 11 wanted a to center. At 11, I wanted to be a ninja. So <laughs> clearly we're at a very different levels here. So I'm going to hang out with you guys. Um, but all jokes aside, we are coming up on our time and we want to be mindful of that and because there's more things coming up. But this is what we do. We just stir up the conversation and we hope that you will continue this conversation, whatever you may be. Uh, and have conversations with your friends. Have conversations about what is your group like? What, what else should your group do? Uh, we're celebrating 10 years of the Spirit Society of Chicago today. They didn't start this way. They have different things. They changed through time. Talk to each other. There are many other groups here. are also very happy that our folks from the Spirit Society of Illinois are also here today, a sister organization, so we want to give them a shout out. Uh, check the Spirit Society of Chicago out. Check the Spirit Society of Illinois out as well. Um, you know, if you're out there in Iowa, um, you know, there's people here who might want to start a group there. So also chime in, let us know. But we want to just uh, do a wraparound here and ask, and ask uh, uh, Daniela and Susanna, um, what is your favorite thing about Spiritus Center? What are the last uh, thoughts that you might want to leave to those who, who may be listening?
2: I may be very biased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love everything about the spiritual center, but um I especially love the the connections the, the people connection right the uh, the relationships that we we uh, oh the richness that comes with getting to know one another and and supporting one another in in our journey so um uh, but it's, everything is great. What's not to love about the spiritual center, right? I mean, you start studying Kardec and you fall in love uh, and Andre Lewis and all the wonderful uh, uh, knowledge. And uh, so I love everything, really.
1: You were um, many, many uh, years ahead of me because I have a theory that if you want to do a PhD in people management and relationships and become really good at it, as if it's not enough to go to work every day and deal with that society and then go home, deal with that society, then you choose to come to the spiritual center where there's a whole bunch of people that are somewhat dysfunctional and try to make these relationships work. So uh, I don't know if that is my favorite part, although I love everybody. So I'm, I'm just like somebody told me uh, yesterday that loved me, but for my transparency, I'm being very transparent. I think that that's one of the major, major challenges that we find in the spiritual movement, and I'm going to talk about that, is relating, right? We are, we are awesome about doing talks. We are awesome in our charitable work. And we are, like, okay in the realm of relationships. But, yes, um, I do uh, love that, too. Um, it's, a, it's a joke. I mean, uh, I do have in the, in the spiritual center my spiritual family. And, um, you know, I, it's hard to imagine my life without them. But for me, the most um, fascinating aspect of uh, the spiritual center and what the spiritual center and spiritualism offers is the miracle of transformation. It's to witness someone to walk in completely destroyed, completely devastated, or completely without faith in a position of scarcity and need, and see the journey of that person from someone who doesn't think that has anything to offer and need to receive to become someone who understands and become aware that he or she, too, has something to offer to the world. And so the empowerment that comes with um, the journey within the spiritual center. And along with that, uh, one of the most, most fascinating and seducing things about Spiritism is that spiritualism puts the power of happiness within one's hands again. So you 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 believe through the study of spiritual uh, spiritualism in the spiritual centers that you learn you learn that the power for happiness lies within you you don't need really anything else it's all within you so you know it's uh, i think it's a huge shift it's uh, it's a it's a gift it's a gift that we get from um, these experience uh, in the that spiritualism brings, but that spiritual center facilitates, right? So it's it's it's, it's, it's the place where you can read, but you know when mm-hmm. you come together to study to discuss, that reading goes at a much you know yeah. takes a much deeper level, yeah. no? and you and you and you gather the experience and the point of view of others, so it really adds to your learning, and your experience. How about you? Yeah, I think you
0: nailed it. I, I don't think I can do better than that or add anything else. Hurt. Probably not, for sure not. <laughs> um, so I just wanna, I just, wanna uh, just echo the last part specifically what she said. I think she's, she really honed in beautifully on the transformation piece, right? That's what we're here for. So I can't add to that at all. But I think that uh, um, what I really like is the different perspectives. Is coming in and hearing people who read maybe the same book I did or maybe the same passage of the book I did and they have a different take on it. And I'm like, whoa, I did not think about it that way. And I find it incredibly fascinating and motivating and interesting because I could never have thought about it that way. Even if I end up not ultimately like taking that perspective in and making it my own, I still love that I was exposed to that and made me think differently about the world in general. And I honestly think that the only way that we can grow is when we consider what's different than us, right? Um, so the Spiritist group does give us a does give us a, a, a sense a, a safe place to do that in, right? Because everybody's trying to get it right. So it's a really wonderful opportunity to grow and learn. So um, and I hope that that's what you do here too. And we know that actually that's what you do here. So we're really excited about that. We want to congratulate the Spirit Society of Chicago's tenth anniversary one more time. We want to invite to keep coming back to get to know more about the Spirit Society of Chicago, who's on the web um, at a very creative uh, web name, SpiritSocietyOfChicago.org.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: and you can also very creatively find it on Facebook under the Spirit Society of Chicago. Um, but we also want to invite you to get to know, if you are still listening, the Spiritist, Soci- uh, the Spiritist Conversations, which is what we do here. Uh, we have an incredible amount of programs recorded there might be like nine, um, and so or something like that. So so stay tuned, and if you have questions, let us know. But keep talking amongst yourselves too. And one more time, congratulations, and we hope to hear from you again soon.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right.